Welcome to Psychos and Sociopaths. If you're getting double vision and you think that uh, this is going to be like an older of me, this is my father, Wesley Dickerman. Uh, he's he's stepping in for Johnny because Johnny, since this is going to be uh, done on Saturday, is proposing to his uh, girlfriend at Fenway Park this week. So he's in Boston. He's in Boston. So uh, today... We're going over a kind of non-killer, but he ended up doing uh, uh, a lot of murder. Uh, what is it? Murder by proxy? Yeah, causing a lot of murder by proxy. Get the mic closer. No, no, no. Uh, just move it towards you. There we go. Okay, how about that? There we go. Okay. Murder by proxy. Yeah, that's well, that's basically all it was. Was yeah. murder by proxy, and it was basically they call it the Manson family. But it was basically his. Uh, uh, he had his whores do it because that's that's when he, he. I think he pimped out a couple of them. I know several I know of the, them. Yeah, several of them. Uh, and you were you were around when that actually happened. Yeah, it was, it was my time period. Yeah, was it seventy? When when was? I'm trying to figure out when the actual murders happened. Uh, seventy, about seventy-two. Let's see here, uh, seventy-three. Uh, not sure, right offhand. Let's but. see here. Let me check something here. Yeah, it was a uh, sixty-nine to seventy-one. It was, so it was in the sixty-nine time frame. Yeah, she was uh, August. Uh, she dogs nineteen sixty-nine when she was killed. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Tate was Sharon Tate the, yeah and that was the only murder but uh, he he's he was just known for the his cult the Manson family cult and you have to say it's a cult because it, it, uh, I watched uh, Charlie uh, and a bunch of uh, I mean uh, once a time upon a time in Hollywood they did a like kind of a a what if this happened type deal because the manson family found the wrong house and they went in and uh brad pitt's character and leonardo caprio's character just beat the shit out of these people even even uh, uh leonardo caprio's character inflamed inflamed a chick with a flamethrower it was it, you can you can watch that on youtube you can watch the like the last part of it of the of the scene it's like uh end scene of uh once upon a time in hollywood watch the uh whole movie the whole movie was actually pretty good but it was just that last scene that was just really really it brought up the whole movie uh but the whole reason why he ended up uh killing sharon tate was basically because he he was a musician and he wanted to be a musician and uh, what ended up, ended up uh, happening is, uh, I believe, the person that Sharon Tate was dating at the time ended up, uh, let me look at the murders real quick and get this, uh, Doomsday Cult, blah, 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 white supremacists. That was another reason why he, he said he did it was because he wanted to... Uh, get uh white supremacist uh, uh uh okay here we go 
uh, Manson told some of the Manson fans that black people in America would rise up and kill all white people uh, ex- uh, except for the Manson and his family, but that they would not, uh, they were not intelligent enough to survive on their own, that they would need a white man to lead them, which that was some racist shit. But, uh, there was a whole, that was another reason why he did it. But in, in all reality, the reason why is cause he, he, he wanted to be, uh, uh, a, uh, a musician and he ended up killing these people because he, he just wanted to f- be a freaking musician. He wanted to be famous. Of course he's famous, but he's more infamous than famous. Yeah. He, so he was a pretty good, bad guy. That uh, his he was able to control people. It was mostly women. That well, he, he yeah. did have a couple of men in the group, but he mostly it was one of those regular uh, uh, cults that it was more or less a sex cult. Yeah, that and a lot of drugs. Yeah, a lot of drugs. Uh, I forget who it was, but. Someone met Charles Manson on accident. It was like a passerby type deal. He's like, I didn't know who he was until they, the the photo came up. It's like, oh my god, we almost died. Type deal. Yeah. It was really weird. But he uh, also adapted the uh, the term helter skelter. Took him from a song uh, of the Beatles' recent uh, release, White Album, to refer to the upcoming war. So, it, this is the reason why I, I, I keep on thinking, it's like, man, having a sex, a sex cult would be awesome. And then I just go over uh, all the stuff that they do and everything. I was like, man, I couldn't keep up with that. Because the, the cult mentality, what you have to do is you have to... Uh, ostracize the people away from uh, uh, the individuality of them. And then after that, uh, there uh, there was this one movie, I can't remember what, I think it was just called The Cult. And it was basically, uh, what they did was is they mimic, if you're feeling sad and everything, a whole group of uh, I, like the one scene that I did see is uh, a f- the the female was feeling uh, sad and she was throwing up and everything, and they had like five or six other females like mimic her, like screaming and everything like that. So it gets that gets that mentality of they're a group now. They're yeah. in a uh, hive mind type deal. Yeah, and it's it's scary that you had to do all that stuff. I'm like, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah, people to you work them slow. Yeah, if you work too fast, they catch on to it. But you work it nice and slow, and you get people to do almost anything you want to. Yeah, and it was like the the whole Waco thing, to where he was like he. They eventually found out that he was having sex with the kids. He was having sex with the uh, mothers. I mean, there was uh, like Jerry Jones that because a lot of that stuff. How many cults were in your lifetime uh, during that era? There's like five or six of them that I remember. Yeah, there's the the Jamestown Massacre. Yeah, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. uh, Then Waco. 
Yeah, that was the 90s. That was when I was around. Yeah. I remember that one. And I uh, see. Because the, the Oklahoma bombing was actually because of Waco. Yeah. But, uh, um, right offhand, I can't really remember. Well, the ones that I've been, been reading up on, there is probably around about really bad cults that ended up having like a lot of suit. There was that one, uh, like uh, almost the end of uh, the millennium, to where the guy said this comet was coming by and it was actually an alien spaceship behind it and everybody uh uh killed themselves because they didn't want to be abducted yeah now their thing was is as soon as they kill themselves they're gonna go to the spaceship oh okay surprisingly he literally didn't die because he didn't drink the kool-aid that everybody else was drinking yeah which is really funny with the Jerry Jones stuff. He couldn't even use actual Kool-Aid brand. He used the off-brand, like the Great Value Kool-Aid. I know. <laughs> it was cheap. It, it was. It, it's like, I'm going to kill these people with poison, but let's use the, the cheap stuff and save some money. Aren't you drinking the uh, juice, too? Uh, maybe? Well, I'm, I'll let y'all have the generic, and I'll take the cool Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took the he took the uh, the real Kool Aid, but this guy was just offset from the begin begin with uh, his childhood. Uh, Charles Mess was born in November twelfth, nineteen thirty four, to sixteen year old Karen uh, Kathleen Ma- uh, Manson Brewer Carver. Uh, and the University of uh, Cincinnati Academy Academic Health Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. His full name is Charles Miles Maddox. 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 Uh, Mance's uh, biological father appeared to have been a Colonel Walker Harrison Scott Sr. from Cattleburg, Kentucky, against whom Kathleen Maddox, uh, what is his name? I, I'm Maddox. 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 Maddox filed a petition. Uh, petition. A paternity suit to uh, that resulted in a uh, agreed judgment in 1937. Uh, Scott worked intimately in local mills and had a local reputation as a con artist, which I guess that's where he, uh, Manson got his stuff from. Uh, he allowed, uh, he allowed her to, uh, Kathleen to believe that he was an army colonel, though colonel was merely his given name. God, that's just, I hate people like that. They just use, they use anything and everything they possibly can to get you to Give, uh, give the money up. Um, but Charles retained his William's last name, Manson. Uh, on August 1st, 1939, Luther and Catherine uh, were arrested for assault and robbery. Kathleen and Luther were sentenced to five to ten years of imprisonment. Manson was placed in a home of his aunt and uncle in... Machachi, West Virginia. I want to say West Virginia. Uh, his mother's paroled in 1942. Mason, uh, Mason, uh, 
I can't, Charles Manson. Manson later characterized the first weeks after his mother's return from prison as a happiest time in his life. Weeks after uh, her release, uh, the Manson family moved to from Charleston, West Virginia, where uh, Mason continued to play uh, Turrent and his uh, mother spent her evenings drinking. Uh, she was arrested for grand larceny, but not convicted. The family later moved to Indianapolis, where she met an alcoholic named Lewis, n- no first name, uh, through alcoholic anonymous meeting, and married uh, married him in August 1943. Uh, but he actually had like a lot of uh, uh, priors. Yeah, like mo- that, most uh, most cult cultists actually yeah. do. Yeah, they're reading here that uh, in 1967 he was uh, released from prison, and he is so institutionalized that uh, he asked the warden if he could stay. Yeah, well, well, that's the problem. We both work uh, the uh, as a jailers, basically. Yeah, I worked correct and officer. You're you're, you're still with us. Yeah, detention officer, yeah. and you worked as a. Uh, you work as a uh, deputy sheriff. Now, uh, how many of those people that actually, I mean, there's a lot of them that are re- repeats. Yeah. But most of them, I've, I've noticed there's a couple of them that they they like being in prison. Yeah. We had uh, one guy, he he was in, he, he got let out of jail, and when he walked across the street, they picked him up again. For what? Trespassing. Oh, he he was uh, banned from every restaurant in Wichita Falls except Red Lobster because he liked he Red Lobster. He didn't yeah, like you Red told Lobster. me about this. Yeah, he didn't like Red Lobster. Oh, he didn't like Red Lobster. He didn't Lobster. like Red Lobster. Oh wow! And then there's one guy. He when he was getting out of jail, he said that he's never coming back. And you got these small packages of powdered donuts. Yeah. He said, I, "I bet you a package of donuts that you'll be back." We're up to three cases now. <laughs> hey, but it's it, it's so funny that uh, that some people they get to that point to where they feel comfortable in that environment, and it is chaotic. Yeah, and it's a stressful <clears throat> environment. I mean, there's a reason why I didn't like working there is because it was a stressful environment. Yeah. Uh, and I employ anybody that actually does it for long periods of times because it. It just it weighs on you. Yeah, you know, where you were at, you was in prison. Where I'm at, it's county jail. Yeah. The main difference there is, in prison, what do you got to lose? Yeah. In the jail, they got to be good because whatever they do is reflects whenever they get sentenced of how badly they're going to get sentenced. That is true. And they don't they don't want to do bad because they want to. Get the last sentence they can. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I never thought about it that way, yeah. honestly. But I had a lot of, like, there's this, I mean, he was a huge, huge man. Yeah. And he knew he was there for life and everything, but he was a model prisoner. Mm-hmm. And any time I see him in, like, the the really horrible section, uh, SAG, uh, segregation, I was like, what are you doing here? Oh, man. 
female boss caught me masturbating again. <laughs> <clears throat> that was the only reason why he 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 was a bad prisoner. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, I can understand that, but he he he, he did joke around with you, but he he could have took my head off any point in time. I know I got several of them like that. I was caught in between. Well, it was taking two inmates from the yard in two separate tanks. Well, I didn't know the one guy in one tank was after the other guy in the other tank. And these guys, I'm five nine. These guys are six something or other. And I weigh 160 pounds. These guys well over 200 pounds. And they got me on video where I'm standing between these two sound guns trying to push them apart. <laughs> it's like two a monkey trying to separate two daggum water buffaloes. Yeah. Well, I had a I had an officer. Uh, I was working with him. He decided to, he put me in a headlock and everything. He's like, you're never going to get out. I mean, he, he worked out. He was very, very strong. He's like, you're not going to get out. You can get out of this. I was like, the fuck that I am? Boom, right to the freaking balls. I grabbed him, pulled, yanked, and he pushed me aside. And I still had him. He's like, ah. And he's like, why would you touch my junk? I was like, dude, we work in a freaking prison. I'm. I'm probably a buck sixty at best. At the time, I was probably like 180 pounds. Uh, I've actually uh, lost a lot of weight, but I don't. I don't fight fair. I've never had a fight fair because I. I had that. I. I don't do competitions uh, for the martial arts or anything like that. I learned it, but I learned. Hey, if you're going to be in a fight, fight to end it as fast as possible, with as gruesome as possible. Only because that person won't mess with you ever again. Yeah, I learned if you're going to fight, cheat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And make sure the other guy does not get up. Yeah. And make sure he knows why he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. I mean, there is several times, a couple of bar fights I was in. And afterwards, we had a beer and everything, and they became my best friends. Or, uh, well, best friends to the point where if I call them and need them, they hands down they're like man I'll, I'll do anything for you because you you didn't kill me <laughs> yeah and then they knew he's like i had i i had uh i had one guy who was pissed off he's like dude i still have those freaking teeth marks i was like yeah you had me in a bear hug he had me in a bear hug and everything and i couldn't get out and everything he was crushing as hard as i he could and he's like are you gonna try to get out i was like okay <laughs> I just chomped down on his chest. He's like, what the fuck? It, it just, it, it, most of the time, if you surprised, but the funniest fights fights that I've seen was the uh, ones they do, uh, they have on YouTube to where they just get, like, they like they have this really weird G-string that's just a cup. Yeah. And he's like, you ready to fight? You ready to fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just pulls down his pants. Uh, well, he yanks off his pants. He pulls out his shirt. He's like, yeah, let's fight. And And the guys just start running. Because it just baffles him. That it is another thing, just baffling. But back to Charles Manson. Yeah. Uh, his first imprisonment uh, was to a minimum security institution. His aunt visited him and told the administration she would let him stay with her, her house and he would uh, would help him find work. Uh, Oh, okay. That, that that might be a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead on this one. 
uh, at school, other student, uh, students allegedly raped Ma uh, Manson with the encouragement of staff members as he was repeatedly beaten. He ran away from school 18 times. That's the reason why he was, uh, it's because truants, he was arrested for that because he wouldn't go to school. Of course, I understand that, but half the stuff you can't freaking believe coming from him because he was just freaking bonkers. I mean, we know somebody indefinitely for that does that because if a person is actually mentally unstable, they're pretty much they'll they'll lie about everything and they just get it, some people end up believing the lies and they can actually hurt the uh, people they're lying about. But his second imprisonment, uh, he received five-year parole in September 1959, same year in which uh, Rosaline received a decree of divorce from, I guess his... Oh, man, I am jumping way ahead. Okay, in January 1955... Uh, Manson married a hospital waitress named Rosaline Jean Willis around October, about three months after he uh, and his pregnant wife arrived in Los Angeles in a car he stole <laughs> in uh, Ohio. Manson was uh, again charged with a federal crime for taking a vehicle across state lines. After a uh, psychiatric evaluation, he was given five years probation. Uh, Manson f uh, failure to appear in a Los Angeles court hearing uh, on a identical charge filed in Florida result in his March 1956 arrest in Indianapolis. His probation was revoked. He was sentenced to three years imprisonment at a terminal island in Los Angeles. While Manson was in prison, Rosalind gave birth to their son, Charles Manson Jr. Oh, God. God, that would be horrible. It's like uh, <clears throat> having a kid named uh, Adolf Hitler nowadays. Yeah. Like right after the fact. Yeah. Adolf Hitler Jr. That would be freaking horrible. It'd be worse if you had two or three. Uh, Charles Manson the fourth. I think I know he had a couple of other kids. Hold on, let me. No, I think he only had one. Uh. No, he had two. He had two. Yeah, uh, he had, he at least had t uh, two kids, uh, one from his first wife and the one from his other wife, and they both divorced. He, Rosalind stuck around for three year, uh, two years, no, three years, but uh, Stevens she stuck around for four. So, but. Uh, in his second imprisonment, Manson received, uh, when was that? Uh, uh, after his second arrest, he ended up, uh, getting divorced from Lozarine. She did a, a decree of divorce by November. He was, uh, pimping a 16-year-old girl and was receiving additional, uh, support from a girl with wealthy parents. And September 1950, that was, that's one thing that just baffles me about uh rich kids it just, it just it, i don't know what it is but the kids that are actually like rich they they have it's 
I don't know if it's like multiple kids and everything like that, but when it, it was that stigma for a while that if you're wealthy, you end up having like a shitstorm for a lifestyle. Well, mostly you get you're real rich, you get everything handed to you, and you're looking for excitement. Yeah, that that could be the case. I was it was like uh, I was like the only things that we really got like free from uh from uh when i was a kid it was christmas time we always had like a really great christmas yeah i think we made sure you had a good christmas yeah because y'all uh you and mom had like horrible christmases so uh but i i I didn't want for anything even when i was a kid i mean i i kind of looked back and i was like was i a horrible kid and i thought about it and i was like no, I wasn't a horrible, horrible kid. I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I you got a kid. bad that. when you was a kid. Your sister's one that scared the crap out of me, though. Yeah, we won't talk about that. I try to keep that on the down low on, on this freaking podcast because I don't want her coming up. And it's like, I can't believe you said these things. You know, they're not true because she's the one that – she's not the black sheep of the family. She's the sheep that we – Try to keep in a in a distance. Yeah, keep her in a pen, but she kept jumping out. Yeah, <sighs> but we love her because yeah. she's family. We help her out whenever, and we do the best we can with what we got. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely do. It's not like we ostracize her, sort of. But uh, unlike Charles Manson, apparently, uh, but. Uh, he pleaded guilty in a charge of an attempt to cash check, uh, cash a forged check, the U.S. Tre- uh, U.S. Treasury check, which he claimed to have stolen from a mailbox. Uh, the letter Charles, which dropped. Nowadays, you know what? I just realized something. Nowadays, if he was in California and he did all that stuff, he'd probably get away with it. Yeah. Depending on if he was in Los Angeles, he probably would get away with it. How how much of a shitstorm that is there? Yeah, they're very liberal there. Well, it's it yeah. it's that, but it was the it's the homeless problems they're having. It's San Francisco too; they're having yeah. homeless problems. But I mean, you got the same thing in Washington, to where they uh, uh, pretty much if 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 you have a vehicle and you park it in front of a person's like if there was a vehicle parked in front of this house, uh, the studio's house. Uh, you could basically uh, say that's your home, and that's your property. In Washington D.C., they have that, and in San Francisco, they have that. Of course, San Francisco, you got to be careful where you step and where. Like, if I ever have to go to uh, like uh, San Francisco for anything, I'm wearing a kimsuit, and I'm like, may might be wearing chainmail. Because there's needles everywhere. That, yeah. That's another. That I mean, it's getting a lot worse now. But because yeah, they don't want you to stick yourself with a dirty needle, so if you trade in your old needle, you get a clean needle. Yeah. Well, in retrospect, I think uh, it's either Switzerland or no, it was uh, Portugal. Portugal does that. What a lot of people don't understand is different countries do something like portugal uh they don't have a uh, drug crime rate anymore 
only because if you want to do those drugs, you go to the hospital and you can do those drugs, yeah. and they take care of you. Uh, but they, they're one, they're a smaller country, so they can actually do a lot more with that. We're a bigger country, yeah. And <clears throat> if you're able to do that, and in in hindsight, criminalizing a lot of the drugs that we have now. <sighs> Some of the drugs shouldn't be criminalized only to the, to the point, and I know you can't say anything because you worked at the sheriff's department, but criminalizing some of the drugs and everything like that, that's some of your biggest problem. You get a lot of repeat offenders and everything, but it's more of a – most people that actually do those types of drugs on a heavier scale actually have mental problems. And yeah. they actually do and, – and, and that's the thing with Portugal is like they also give you high-end uh, psychological help too. Yeah. And also, with, when you make something illegal, people want to do it more. But when you legalize it, yeah, nobody wants to no, do it. Nobody wants to do it because where's the fun in that? Yeah, I can, if I can just pick up anywhere. Why do it? Well, uh, also, Colombia they have a uh, uh, you can get cocoa leaves. Yeah, uh, cocaine leaves, and it's it's medicinal yeah. for them. I mean, the one thing it, if you decriminalize it. You lose the profit. There, there is that. Because everybody, if, if you, that's why your, your cartels and stuff come in is they want to keep it illegal because they can control the market. Yeah, there's this uh, show on Netflix. It's a documentary show called Rotten. Mm -hmm. You know what the cartels are uh, honing down on now? What's that? Avocados. Huh. Oh yeah, everybody likes avocados. Yeah. Well, it's that all avocado craze we're having right now. Yeah. But you know who's the biggest supplier of uh, avocados what? in the United States? California? No. No? Well, it is in California. But you know who owns all of them? Uh-uh. Magnum P.I. Really? Yes. Huh. He owns all the avocado farms in California. There you go. We have, we have a lot of avocado farms in the United States. One, the reason why... Uh, Tom Selleck's got a yeah monopoly on the avocado? In, in the United States, yeah. In the United States. But over, like, uh, in Mexico and everything, I think I think it's, like, over by Guatemala. Uh, Guatemala. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not. But... Uh, yeah, Guatemala. Yeah. Uh, the, a lot of the farmers that actually have land, they're doing uh, avocados and everything. They're getting kidnapped. Hmm. And they're rans getting ransomed off and everything. It's like, uh, I know we're totally getting off subject, but it's good, good conversation. Uh, but as like someone asked me, it's like, you know, Mexico, they have a really gun bad gun problem and everything like that. I was like, I hate to tell you this right now. You know how many gun stores they have in Mexico? At the top of your head, just guess. In Mexico? Yeah. Uh, that big Mexico City or Mexico itself? Mexico itself. The whole country. whole country? I wouldn't even, not, probably I don't have very many. Just guess. Not maybe a hundred or so. One gun shop? One gun shop in Mexico City, and you have to go down there, and it's heavily regulated. Hmm. I, I, I was like... Uh, someone told me that. I was like, bullshit. And I looked it up. They have one gun store. 
that's it because they're trying to get uh guns away from the cartel yeah but you can thank uh obama for uh messing that one up yeah did you hear about the whole uh operation fast and furious yeah that was fucking ridiculous and so many gun uh and they try to prosecute those uh uh gun sellers united states gun sellers yeah i was like you told us to do this you told us to sell these cartels and you were able to track them down and you weren't because bush had their original idea but they uh angst it because they couldn't track them yeah but uh, let's get back to this uh shit pump oh that's a new phrase i i made up well, i didn't make up someone else made it up but i'm gonna use it a lot of shit pump it's mm. it just it sounds so fluid <laughs> <laughs> but uh manson took oh, let's go here do, 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 do. get back on track on this well, one he took leona and another woman to new mexico to for purposes of prostitution yeah resulted of in him being held in question for violating the man act i want to i want to know what this act is the man act White Slave Trafficking Act, also called the Man Act, is the United States federal law passed June 25, 1910, and it is named after Congressman James Robert Mann of Illinois. Hmm. Why don't they have some... I'm, this is the first time I'm actually hearing about this act, and we're having... That's that's our biggest problem now is uh, sex trade. Yeah, sex trafficking. Or human trafficking. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many of those actually go through with that act. I mean, it, it, it's obvious still up. Usually, if somebody's been doing it a while, they it's something they can use to catch them or prosecute them. Okay, like using a, a game warden for like, uh, yeah the Unabomber. Yeah, or like uh, using uh, uh, Al Capone. Taxes. He didn't get it for racketeering. He didn't get it for killing anybody, nothing for prostitution, selling drugs, selling whiskey, nothing. He got it for income tax evasion. Yeah. It's something they can use to catch them. Yeah. But Manson spent a year uh, trying to unsuccessfully uh, to appeal the revolution of his probation. In July 1961, he was transferred from Los Angeles County Jail to the U uh, United States Penitentiary at McNeil Island, Washington. There he took guitar lessons from the Barker Carpsey Gang, uh, leader Alvin Creepy Carpist, uh, and obtained from another inmate a contact uh, name from someone at Universal Studios in Hollywood, Phil Kaufman. Along his fellow uh, prisoners during this time was Danny Torino. Trail. Trail. Who uh, participated in several hypnotic, uh, hypno hypnosis sessions. sessions. <sighs> I'm horrible. You know who Danny Trail is, don't you? Yeah. You know he misses leg day, too. He has skinny legs. Yeah. But no, he's he's a great guy, wonderful yeah. guy. Yeah, I like him. He he went with the machete. Yeah, movies and such. Now you should really check out uh, a movie called Pool Guy. What what happened? Uh, he was on. He was literally uh, staying in a hotel. He had like forty five bucks to his name, 
because it's another ex-wife. Uh, and uh, Ross Patterson, the guy that uh, I talked to at Drinking Bros, mm-hmm. he was talking about it. He's like, uh, because of uh, because he did Ross Patterson's movie Pole Boy, because mm-hmm. he was also in uh, Range Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, but because he did that movie, he started getting offers again. Yeah. And he got mis- uh, after that. He got Machete. Yeah. And. He he really is just uh it just meeting the guy yeah it, he's a saint yeah I mean he he's done some horrible things in his life but he's paid his debt to society and he's doing good yeah he he's he's he he's doing a lot better and he 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 is a really great guy but he misses like a he has skinny skinny legs yeah like a Potato on toothpicks. Dude, we have more meat on our bones than him <laughs> on it, on his his legs. And he's an yeah. ex-boxer. Yeah. That, that's how you got, like, uh, I think it was uh, Bull Durham. No, Bull Durham wasn't that. It, it was a Robert De Niro movie but about boxers. Oh, uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull. That's how he, he was a uh, – because he was, like, the Golden Gloves for uh, prisoners yeah. in uh, California. And uh, what what he 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 what was it called? Dang it! Uh, correspondent for uh, uh, teaching them how to box and what what to do and everything like Coach. that. Coach. <laughs> God. But uh, yeah, but he uh, Denny Trejo actually talks about it. He's like, man, he was fucking nuts. He was fucking crazy. Uh. According to Jeff Ginning in 2013 biography of Manson, his mother moved to Washington State to be closer to him during his McNeil Island incarceration, working nearby as a waitress, probably prostitute. Uh, Although the Manax charge have been dropped, the attempt, uh, attempt to cash the treasury check was still a federal offense and Manson in September 1961 annual review noted that he had a tremendous drive to call attention to himself. Not at all. Have you, have you seen the interviews that he he's done? I've seen a few of them. It, he, every, every time it's, it's like basically putting cats in a bag and seeing if you can understand what they're saying while they're screaming in that bag when you shake it up. Yeah, I've run across that quite a few times at work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, it was like that one uh, the day we went to uh, – I was talking to uh, Prize, uh, Print, uh, is it Prince or Prize? Prince. Prince. Uh, I was talking to Prince about that crazy guy over by uh, the Lutheran Church. Mm-hmm. Because him and Kenny goes to the Lutheran church. Yeah. And I was like, man, it, it's bad downtown. And uh, there was a guy that just literally stopped me in the middle. He he he, he walked in the middle of the road just after change for uh, something to eat. And I was like, I literally, I was like, fuck this. So I had, I had my, I had my uh, uh, weapon in my lap. And, I, and grabbed the change and everything. I was like, here, take this and just go away. Oh, thank you, but God bless, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. And I drove off, but it, it's it's happening a lot downtown. 
Yeah, and a whole lot. A lot of that stuff is kind of like I would say I wouldn't say contract, but uh, coordinated. There's uh, a guy that will pick these guys up and drop them off on corners. Really? Yeah. And they can't there. prosecute them for that. Not really. The only thing they can get the guys doing is for trespassing or something like that, or panhandling. Well, he's not panhandling though. He's walking around asking for money. I'm, I'm talking about the guy that drops him down there. Oh, no, he's just collects the, uh, his profit off of it. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of is organized crime, though. Kind of, yeah. If you think about it in a roundabout way, it is organized crime. Because you got a, the head leader. It's like that uh, uh, Rat King from uh, uh, John Wick movie. Uh, yeah. John Wick 2. Yeah. So it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's more or less panhandling. Uh, yeah, it's panhandling. Uh, organized it, panhandling is illegal, so uh, it's it's organized crime if you yes. think about it. I mean, yeah, even though it's a business. Yeah, well, I I know lots of people that uh, there stories of uh, homeless people. They get in like their yearly salary because they actually pay the taxes on it. It's like yeah. hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. A year. It's a, it, they, there's one guy that uh, I was talking to this old one old boy that that is his livelihood. He walk walk into the area in a business suit, go into a building, change clothes, come out, and sits on the daggum sidewalk playing a guitar or something, and make a couple of hundred dollars a day. Yeah. Well, I, I remember uh, uh, my chief master sergeant of the base that was at in uh, Bahrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, his brother's homeless, so he took like two weeks, and I literally told him this. It's like, so he took two weeks to bum around. He's like, yeah, if you think about it that way, yeah, that's what I did. I, I, I spent time with his brother and everything. He's like, and he told the story, and uh, he he did what his brother did. I mean, they went into a building and they shit in the freaking stairway and ran off. <laughs> I was like, uh, sir, could you? I don't. I don't think I should be hearing this, but I mean, technically, we do that too. If we're out in the field, we have to take a dump. We can dig yeah. a hole and, you know, and take a shit. And well, listen, you're in civil engineering. We dig the holes you dump in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Building but, latrines. Yeah. Well. It, I was like, now uh, the United States is getting sued because of the uh, burn pits. Yeah. Because a lot of people are getting, like, uh, respiratory problems and everything. Uh, now back to Manson. Yeah. Uh, although the uh, Man Act, uh, we already got that. Yeah, we got that. Uh, let's just jump into the uh, the murders. Yeah. Uh, the Manson family developed a doomsday cult, which we were talking about. Uh, Manson was a white supremacist, and he believed that doing this act would uh, get the black people to start uh, an uprising, start killing all the white people. Well, didn't Charles Manson realize that getting all the black people up to kill all the white people, he was a white person too? No. Okay, that's like what I said beforehand. Uh, 
the black people will kill, uh, rise up and kill all the uh, all the white people, except for the Manson and his family. But that they would not. Uh, but they weren't intelligent enough to survive on their own. That they would need a white man to lead them. Just kill all the white people so each one can boss us around. Well, it, it, well, okay. What gets me about this whole thing, and I've, I've said this before, and I had to uh, reiterate to a person that believes this. He believes that the Voter Restriction Act are basically the Jim Crow laws back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I, I read verbatim what those laws are. And they're just basically you have to have an idea. It's like and he, this is verbatim what he said to me. It's like, well – they can't get IDs. I'm like, are you a racist? Are you hidden racist? I was like, no, that they can't get IDs. It's like, dude, every welfare program that you have to get, guess what you have to get? You have to get an ID? You have to get ID. And, and I'm not saying that a lot of black people are on welfare and it's wrong. I'm saying that to do anything that he perceives and he was telling me this he was like oh, th- they're on this and I was like listen uh, everybody has to have IDs nowadays yeah. everybody has to have like uh, a social security card all kinds of stuff yeah it's like right now you can't walk down <clears throat> legally you're not supposed to walk down the street without an ID yeah or nowadays in certain states and everything like that uh, you have to have like uh a uh, uh, vaccination guard. Yeah. And we're going to cut for a break. We'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, but in early August uh, 1969, some of the Manson family members committed murders in Los Angeles. Uh, the Manson family gained notoriety uh, after the murder of actress Sharon Tate and four others. It says four others, so it's five. But it was technically six, from what you said. If you count the baby, yeah, if you count the baby. The baby, the baby died later on of fix. Well, they died of fixation in his mother's womb. Yeah, uh, Tex Watson and uh, three other uh, members of the family committed the Tate La. Was that La Bianca? La Bianca. La Bianca murders allegedly under Manson's instructions. <clears throat> Uh, while it was later accepted at the trial that Manson never expressly ordered the murders, his behavior was de- deemed to warrant a conviction for first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. Evidence pointed to Manson's uh, obsession to initiate a race war by killing those he thought were pigs um, and cops, too. Because he, he wrote in, like, uh, cops were pigs and everything. Yeah. His brief uh, that he, that this would show that the black community, I'm saying black community, what he actually said was the horrible word that we can't say on YouTube or any other affiliations, and I won't say that word, uh, how to do the same. Uh, family members were also uh, responsible for other assault, thefts, crimes, and attempted assassination of President Gerald Ford in Sacramento by Lily Squeaky for, uh, for me. Is that for me? From me. Let's see, Lynette Squeaky for me. From me. F R O M F R O M M E. From me. From me. Man, that, that's a good assassin last name. Yeah. 
If you actually think about it, that's actually a pretty good assassination yeah. name. It's like, who killed you? From me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, during the trial uh, for Tate and the LaBanca murders uh, with co-defenders Leslie Van Halten, uh, Susan Atkins, uh, Patricia Crinkwell, uh, co-defendant Ted Will, uh, Watson. Crinkwilly. Crinkwilly? No. Crinwink. Crinwinkle. Yeah, no, no, it's Crinwinkle. Crinwinkle. Was tried at a later date after uh, being extradited from Texas. The trial began in 1915, 1960. Yeah, uh, the co-defendant uh, Tex Watson, Watson was tried at a later date after being extradited from Texas. Why was he extradited from Texas from? It doesn't say. Because he was probably, after the murders, ran back home to Texas. And, okay, yeah. And then they caught him in Texas and extradited him back from Texas for the murders. <clears throat> Uh, the first day of testimony, Ma uh, Manson appeared in court with a X carved in his forehead. His followers issued a statement from Manson saying, I have X'd myself from your world. Nah, he wasn't crazy. No, X would have been a good target, though. It, well, actually, <laughs> it, it would have been a good target, but any actual uh, sniper or uh, professional uh uh, military personnel that was in like tier one. You yeah. know where the actual kill shot actually should be? Uh, in the heart? No. In the nose? Yeah. Uh, when you're doing hostage situations and everything like that, it's it's another reason why you should never shoot a, uh, uh, at a person that's in a vehicle uh, because of the glass, the bullet ricochets. There's actually a, a sniper that did that, and he accidentally killed the hostage. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it ricocheted. He had a perfect. Uh, he, from what he it, said, he's like he had perfect shot. He shot the bullet. Deflect right. the bullet to a different direction. Yeah, exactly. And that's the reason why uh, most snipers are told never to shoot at glass. Uh, shoot the hostage in glass. They wait until they get out of the vehicle. Yeah. Or they try to get them, uh, coax them out of the vehicle. But other than that. Uh, there's been several uh, documentations of Charles Manson. Uh, there is uh, a movie called Charlie. Uh, Biopicking of it was uh, the way he uh, tried to get get the uh, females to join his group and everything. He would sing them a little uh, song. He would like make a little medley for them and everything like that right then and there. And, but this guy, I still can't believe, I actually, we went out on, uh, to a bar one New Year's Eve and this chick was like just praising Charles Manson that he was, I was like, oh, and that, that's one thing you can possibly do if, a, cause she was a pen pal with him. She loved him. Uh, she, she wrote him letters all the time. He's like, he's just a wonderful person. I was like, Okay. That's a good red flag. It's like, no, no, you don't understand. It's like, no, that's definitely a good red flag. Yeah. It, it's it, it's one of those things that you just can't. <laughs> I can understand 
liking a person like this because a lot of uh, women I don't know why but they uh, like the serial killers and they listen to the, most of my audience for this show is women and most of the comments and everything are from women They're, they yeah. say this this that and I think they can reform the bad guy well, there's, a lot, well, there's a lot of men that think you do that too. Yeah, and but what they do, what the much, mostly what you're doing there, the guys like Manson and such, they're getting these people on the outside, getting them enthralled, shall we say, so they can ride it back and forth, and also send him money so he can get stuff off the like the prison commissary and stuff like that. Yeah, but it she was like praising him as uh, like a new messiah. I was like. Are you kidding me? It, it, it's it's just ridiculous. But he actually, I think he had like a little small album. Uh, the Beach Boys did a cover song, one uh, one of their songs over him. Uh, but there, there's like he, he got infamy, and he and there's like let me count this out for the documentaries. There's one, two. Eleven documentaries made uh, f about him, and as uh, film inspired, we have Twenty-three movies inspired by the Manson family. Of course, I, I think one of them, because there's two Helter Skelters. I think that was the same one, but yeah, one of them was a director's cut from the first one. I don't, I don't. I, so I guess one less than that, but. <laughs> He was a he was so an, uh, a charismatic that people end up. I mean, Marilyn Manson used his last name because of yeah. Charles Manson. Yeah. But guy was a, just a shit pump. He. I kind of wish I had that kind of charisma, but in, in, a, in a sense, I don't want that kind of charisma. It can be dangerous. Yeah, it's it's really it's really just sad. I, I the people that like are friends with me and everything like that, or listens to uh, listen to the show, or or uh, talk with me and everything like that, they're like, oh man, I I would uh, you're you're such a great wonderful person. I was like, I'll, I'll let them know right off the bat. I'm I'm humble to the point to where I was like, no, I'm really not. I'll help people out and everything like that when I get a chance to, but in all reality, I just want to be left alone. I don't want to have that kind of uh, big cult and everything like that because it's just it's it's taxing yeah. having to keep up with. The, I mean, even keeping with the friends that I have right now, uh, to go out and schedule a big uh, event where we're all hanging out and everything it's it's exhausting yeah. because some people don't want to go they tell you they want to go and it is stressful or they tell you they want they'd like to go but they might they can't and then then, then they do show up yeah 
and I've seen like quite a few times that where Kenny has cooked a lot of food for a lot of people and just family show up. Yeah. But and I don't mind because it gives me take, take home and he's got some damn good food. Oh, yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law has some really good food. But uh, that's the end of this episode of Psychos and Sociopaths, the Manson family. Well, I, I can probably just do Manson family, but I'll just do Charles Manson. Uh, Charles Manson. Uh, just a reminder, uh, by the time you listen to this, I will be in Fort Worth doing a charity event called Vet Fest. Uh, I'm, I'm posting it as much as I can. Uh, but if I see you out there, I'll see you out there. Uh, we're doing a, it's a kind of a two day event. Uh, yeah, it's a Saturday and Sunday thing. So if you listen to this on, on, on Saturday and you want to visit it on Sunday or purchase a ticket, which we already, uh, put out the video for that, uh, to find out what the event is. Uh, if you miss it on Saturday, sorry. Uh, but... Uh, if you listen to this on Sunday and you can make it out, uh, the tickets for that event is $40. Uh, the person that is going to MC it is uh, none other than Texas own. Well, not Texas own because he's from Georgia, but uh, Chad Prather, who's trying to be governor of Texas. So, I'm David Dickerman. I'm Wesley Dickerman. And this is Psychos and Sociopaths. Thanks for doing this again, Dad. You're very welcome, sir. And 